Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Russell B. Oh, baby. Um, this, uh, I'm so glad that that was in that show. Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> Just breathing, getting ready, getting ready for part two. You should have some water, mate. <laughs> I get you water, <laughs> mate. Oh, I bought uh, Coke Zeros. Oh, yes, you We've did. We've been enjoying those. That's your one there, I've had some nuts. I don't know the difference in Diet Coke and Coke Zero. No, and, and to be honest... Um, I prefer the taste of Diet Coke. Well, the, the Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, new taste. I mean, is this Coke... Yeah, this is Coke Zero, but they have changed the colour so it looks like a Coca-Cola, but it they're not going black instead of white. Ah! I, I don't know what why they've got Diet Coke and Coke Zero. No. Uh, that's the same thing, sure. Coke Zero feels softer. It does, It feels it? like it's it's marketed to men, but it has a more mm, Oh, taste. is it a man's drink? It's a man's drink, isn't it? I you didn't even know you... I, you, I you naturally gravitated towards it. it. Well, a Diet Coke is for, for the ladies looking at the man fixing that's the vending machine true. with his top off. Uh, also worth saying, it's usually considerably cheaper because it's not as nice as Diet Coke. <laughs> you do get yeah, it Yeah, it just doesn't... It just tastes not as good. It's a little bit like a sort of um, bad electric soup. <laughs> uh, don't know what. Don't know why it's weird. Um, welcome back. We are doing WrestleMania 35. We have just uh, seen Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston in a hellacious little match. Yes, yes it was very good, wasn't it? Very good. Hel- um, hellacious sounds bad. And now, uh, hellacious, very good. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Uh, we're going to see Colin Jost and Michael Che. They're backstage. They're backstage, and they are. Going- <laughs> I mean, I mean, Alexa Bliss comes in. She kind of goes. Uh, how did it go? Uh, you were a bit naughty. And they're mm. like, oh, our coccyx hurts. Yeah. And he's like, don't be rude. He throws in the coccyx gag. I don't think they've cleared that one. And they don't sell it very well because it's rubbish. It is rubbish. Yeah. It did make and me sort of go... And they've sold some terrible material like in the past. Saturday Night Live and your improvisers and everything. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're sitting there and you go, you know what sounds rude? Coccyx. And you, Let's yeah, and you're half... And nobody talks about coccyx unless they're doing a joke about cock. Exactly. Bum, coccyx, exactly. Yeah. Um, what is good then is suddenly uh, Scott Hall comes out dressed as a doctor. Yeah. And he basically says, um, hello, I'm going to stick my finger in your bum. Yeah. yeah. So Scott Hall and Kevin Ash come out and they are going to put their fingers up the SNL guys' bums. Yeah. And they're not mic'd up properly. So, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and so, no. so it's, it's, as soon as you see them, the, the, the menace is always going to be someone's yeah. going up your bum. Why, what is in it for Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, <laughs> right? I get that they're like, ah, yeah. those guys are going to get a finger up there. If it's yeah. your finger... You're also sort of like, what am I doing here? Yeah, exactly. This is, you're, you're what am I getting out of this? Yeah, you oh, started it. You, you love this. There were two. There were two doctors, and they had to put their fingers up Colin Joss' bum. Mm. And they go, "Oh right, who were the doctors? It, me." You go, "Oh, <laughs> so what, how did this work you have out?" Gloves on because that you tend to mind. Yeah, of course I wore gloves. It was a really funny joke. Funny joke, <laughs> was it? Because it kind of is funny, is it? They, they think you were doctors. No, they didn't think we were doctors. What was everyone doing? Ke- Kevin. <laughs> if they didn't think you were doctors, which they don't, because they see you're like yeah. Paul and Nash. I would go, you're why not a doctor. They, a, you're a, Kevin why did they Nash. let you do it? B, why did you, let, why you, did you in, do it? You were in Magic Mike. Yeah. Oh, this is a funny joke. We are going to go through it, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. You're six or five. Your fingers are like fucking smarty tubes. I'm not having it. It's so weird. As soon as you begin working out that whole thing, it really does fall down. Well, I, look, it, I, I'm not saying that uh, the WWE writers don't. I, I think I like to think though the WWE writers must have been thinking. This is my chance to uh, it's an audition. audition. This it's is an audition. audition for Lawn. Yep. And that's what all the comedians in America want to do. Yep. They want to audition for Lawn. Lon might conceivably watching a couple of their talent actually getting involved in this. Yep. And that's their audition. And the joke is, 
coccyx and two <laughs> doctors putting their fingers up there. I don't know whether they're both putting their fingers up one and then moving on to the second one. That would hurt more. That would be more I think, interesting. I think they would have to... They, they, they would both have to at least do one. Because <laughs> yes. otherwise, then the other one is weird. Maybe it's know? like a watch. Maybe some, what the other one's got a watching brief, and he's writing the notes. Maybe down. both of them at the same time saying, "Doctor, could you just uh, check something for me?" Yeah, and then, and then they go swap swapping over, over and yeah. then going, "Where was I again? Which yeah. one am I?" Which and then one's this really one? silently, they just like bump fist. They go, "Too sweet." Like that. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and then, and then the guys decide Saturday Night Live kiss. Yeah. <laughs> under the ring. Uh, it all happens under the ring. Mr. McMahon wants to see me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Good. Promotion. Here we go. Oh, why am I outside now? <laughs> uh, terrible news. A daddy's love could be an evil thing. <laughs> uh, Booker T is now on commentary. Um, oh. No idea what, what, what sort of happened in the last couple of years, but Booker <laughs> T has gone from being this sort of like quite somber, serious. Mm. Uh, guy, he's now just like having a fucking party every time you see him. He's always like, hey, ooh, and he's just laughing. It's I mean, good for him. Uh, I, I don't quite know what's going on with him. Um, match number seven. He's had a finger up his ass. <laughs> US champion, five times, five times. Um, US champion Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Uh, out comes Mysterio, uh, dressed in the colours of the Marvel supervillain Mysterio. Oh, that's what he's yeah. moved on to now. Mysterio was like a sort of. <laughs> He'd always like get Spider Man. He'd be like, "I'm right. going to rob a bank, so I'm going to put you on an acid trip." Oh, cool! Oh, you, you're, you're, look, you think Aunt May is a pane of glass? <laughs> she's shattered. <laughs> now I've got all the money. Have <laughs> 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 you got to get? Have you got to poison Spider Man? Just poison him. I know. I don't worry about. He it. was always like, "I can get a gas to him, but the gas won't either kill him or make him go to sleep." <laughs> It'll make him think he's he's stuck inside a spider's web. (laughs) (laughs) That's the last and also first place I want to be. The other two are easier to work out. (laughs) Knock out or kill, easy. (laughs) When you're going, it has to. There's a gas. It has to do a specific thing, work in a specific way on the human brain. Yeah, but that it would work on everyone. It has to have a very specific designed, designer drug psychotropic uh, kind of uh, experience. You've got to have a psychotropic experience uh, that, that I have designed. Yeah. This is this is why I need to do the bank robberies. I've invested a lot of money in developing these various very niche gases. And, and to be honest, it's cost me a lot of money, and that's why I'm doing the bank job. So, people think it's worth it. Yeah, people do think but, it's worth it. But I didn't know this character at all, and and may, it was, maybe it was explained in commentary. I I, I may have been after that no, match. It I was wasn't. Like, I, it wasn't. Okay. Ray just likes to come out dressed as a cartoon character. Yeah, I know, but he needs to be clearer. He needs to be, because like. He does films. I know he does films every now and again. But this time, I just thought it was like like a gold dust lizard David Boy thing. Well, he had weird hair you've coming out. Be well and... into like deep Marvel comics. <laughs> I know. That's clearly, good. he is. I feel is. like you're only getting half the WrestleMania experience oh, by no. not having been in comics since you were ten. <laughs> um, this uh, he's also now got this. This is the era of the fake firm Aiken that he's got. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Look a bit like fucking Rod Stewart. It's just mm. it looks shit. It looks mm. like. Um, when uh, um, Jeanette like Cranky used to dress as a Scot, sort of like, and she'd wear a bright yeah, like ginger a CU wig. Jimmy kind of thing. See you, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. It's got that look about it, where it looks cheap and it looks bad. <laughs> um, I hate it. It's just um, like he's going through some stuff. It does. Trying it, things out. Just, you know, I, I'm going out with a new girlfriend and she's like, why don't you wear this? You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've made this. I can't wait to see it on you. But, <laughs> um, Joe comes in and puts uh, Ray Mysterio in the Kikina clutch. Um, and it, it's over in 58 seconds. That's your debut, Joe. <laughs> That's your WrestleMania I debut. I mean, it should have set Joe up as an unbeatable villain for the rest of time. Yeah. A similar way that, like, you know, I, I know it's quick, but but like the Sting-Vader match at Great American Bash that we mm. talked about the Patreon, about how you get a monster over. Yeah. Um, what actually had happened here is that Rey Mysterio was very injured. He'd had a, a load of nagging injuries. He could not do a match. Right. So they decided, okay. well, let's get him in there. Oh. Um, it became the shortest US Championship match at a WrestleMania um, which gave Ray Mysterio an interesting, odd little honour. He took part in the shortest US Championship uh, title match at WrestleMania and also the shortest intercontinental title match at <laughs> WrestleMania 25 where he beat JBL. Um, <laughs> all to do with people being injured slightly. Yeah, OK. Um, but yeah, so not much to talk don't about there. Don't put him in then. <laughs> don't don't there, worry about him. Um, We've there, seen him before. That is I, that, I know. isn't it? There is that. Or just sort of go some or something I mean, in the crowd. I don't know. There is something I would say. I didn't mind having a minute-long match at this stage. <laughs> no, it's I was like, true, if, yeah, if get ne- that one down. If the next eight 
could also be a minute. There's a chance that I might, like, you know, have this finished having started watching it on Sunday night for Monday evening. Yeah, well, like watching Samoa Joe, like, really throwing himself about, I was like, oh, fuck, this guy really moves, doesn't he? Oh, he's he? great. It was very he's, he is really, really great. And actually, mm. when it, it, it's a funny thing where you sort of look at matches like this and you go, you didn't get to see very much, but you go, that is memorable, and he was good. Yeah. Um, in a way that... For example, on the next match, you get a bit longer and everyone seems to suffer a bit from hanging around. You yeah. sort of go, I'm now bored of you people. <laughs> um, this is Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Mm. Um, the first WrestleMania uh, since WrestleMania 30 to not feature Roman Reigns in the main event. Right. So uh, the reason for that is he is having his first match back after uh, getting the all clear, going to remission uh, with his leukaemia, mm. which uh, he'd been diagnosed or, or certainly had flared up in October uh, of the previous year. So he's going up against Drew McIntyre. Mm. And McIntyre here looks like a huge, huge deal. He is um, he, he had a, a longer career in WWE where he went from being a sort of the anointed next uh, project of Vince McMahon. He ends up just dwindling away, really. Has a mid-car career that just diminishes, diminishes and diminishes. He ends up going out into the independent circuit um, and he really remakes his name, bulks up, just matures as a performer. Mm. They stick him uh, in NXT. He has a rapid rise through there straight to pretty much the main event of WWE. And he really doesn't miss a step. Mm. Um, a, a great entrance they give him as well, mm. where he has the NYPD's Emerald Society mm. playing drums and bagpipes. A bit racist <laughs> just emerald society suggests it's irish mm. and you know he's scottish and they are i mean i know the irish do also play the bagpipes that is fine but they're not known for it are they but well, he's, he's scottish isn't yeah he? it's got you, you don't play yes. chinese music when you have a japanese style i mean wrestling does yeah but, i mean yeah, but yeah, you just shouldn't. repeatedly yeah. you shouldn't yeah um Standard sort of big man fair match. This, yeah, um, I is it just getting Roman Reigns back into under people's noses? Yeah, at, at a time where he I can't mean, really go as much as he. You I know, mean, Reigns. To. I don't think he had any particular ring rust. I think he's in, mm. in great form. It's just, I, I, people. There is something funny about the real world of cancer, which people don't like feel calm and happy about yeah. talking. And when it becomes even in the most honest way, a wrestling angle, which is he has come back mm. from uh, a leukaemia diagnosis. Mm. There is something about it, I think, which is you watch wrestling to get away from, from that, yeah. the, the reality, yeah. if you like, of, of, of the world. And I think, you know, obviously this is a real-life story mm. and, you know, people were very glad to have him back, but it, there is just something a bit uncomfortable about it. Well, look, if you are... <laughs> If, if if Drew McIntyre, I think, in a quiet moment, probably thinks that if whether it is part of an angle or not, whether he's playing a role or not, if he finds himself shouting, "So you may have beaten leukemia," <laughs> it's the it's gone. I, yeah. I just I just always th those those uh, those. Um, Lads who were caught on Finchley Road uh, with a with a megaphone shouting uh, the, the Palestinian uh, protesters yeah. um, in in cars with Palestinian flags on the front, you know, all very well, fine. Like one of them started shouting, "Rape the Jews!" or so, like rape yeah. the something. And it's like he's gone in too hard there. Yeah. And if you find yourself shouting into a megaphone, "Rape their daughters" or whatever. You've got him with two feet there. You're, you're, you're doing more harm than good. Yep. It's not great. And that's what that the image of that <laughs> stuck in my head on the weekend. And it stuck in there. And I was like, yeah, you've... you've that's it. I mean, You've just gone in too hard You there. are and taking you away as well a lot of the things that a wrestler can do, which is Drew McIntyre can't go, you're weak, you're puny, because you're like, well... What, because he's a cancer survivor? Yeah, exactly. You know, that's because, not, and you go, no, of course not, of course not. Yeah. No, 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 I didn't, I mean, I didn't yeah, mean like that. I mean, what about a warrior kid? Yeah, who's uh, like, you know, yeah no, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm not exactly. saying that. I'm not saying that. Because everyone's the, been touched by cancer. That's yeah. what I mean. Everyone's been yeah. like, and he goes in too hard, and I'm like, this didn't need to be... Everyone in that fucking auditorium knew why it was... It, why it was and, and, and for Reigns, I don't know how a cancer survivor thinks, but... You know, you get told certain things. I imagine a little part of any cancer virus brain, you're worried that it's going to come back, no oh, matter what course. Yeah. the no matter what the doctors say. Yeah, because this he, he had him, actually so. he had he had uh, had the first diagnosis when he was a child. Yeah, so this is something he's lived with pretty much all his life. Yeah, so so for him to sort of announce on a WrestleMania stage that I've beaten leukemia, it's over. I don't know, man. I as a performer, I wouldn't want to be saying that in front of a crowd. Not that you're going to be proved wrong, but it's just it's just an uncomfortable there is. bit of your private life it, that, it, that you can lose it, for it, ten it's minutes. Exactly you know? that. It is. I, I suppose what it is is 
you aren't going to have in a film an actor who has had an all clear from cancer. They suddenly go, do you know what would be great? Let's get your character to say. <laughs> yes, and, and I know yes. it's different because there is a t- thing. It is just, <laughs> it's almost too big a world thing. You can't not address it. Mm. But it is that thing. And then, of course, they, they've done a very good job, of course, of moving on from that. Mm. They don't continually say, here right. he is the most heroic man in WWE history. Yeah. You know, they, they have moved that away. I think with lesser players, they might do, though. Mm. Would, would you not think? Like, Roman Reigns is their big big boy. Yeah. Big lad. Um, do you think that if it was someone like Kofi, yeah. they wouldn't have... Re- if, he, if, he hadn't, if he had in this situation, wouldn't they not have like rested on it a little I, bit more? I don't know. I think they'd have pretty They much need him right. to be look powerful and yeah. be, you know... They, I don't know. I have a feeling they might have lent on it much less. I, mean, right. I think they just would have kept Kofi out, right? You know, yeah, there wouldn't true. have been yeah, the, yeah. the the sense of necessarily bringing him back in the same way. I don't know. I mean, it, mm. it is hard to say. There is a bit at the end where I think again it's slightly stage managed where they've told Reigns what would be lovely at the end of this is for you to look so grateful that you know you have you thank God that you had the chance to return and that everything is just you know better than it was. Mm. And if it's real, I'm, you know, I'm really sorry. It looks a little bit performancy, mm. and part of that as well is if life gives you lemons, make make lemonade. There is something about a company doing that on a big stage like this, which I actually found a little bit unpalatable. Yeah. But then, who cares what I fucking think? I'm not there to police how people should react. You know, God bless him. However, he wanted to do it. There is a bit where he, he does a little um, a prayer at the turnbuckle, and he comes up, you know, and he is sad, and that seemed like the moment that was genuine. Mm. You know. Um, a lot of the other bits are him shaking his head like, man, what a ride, you know. What is this crazy thing we call life? Um, and it's a little bit performative. But, you know, hey, look, if it's if it's real or if it's not, he can do what the fuck he likes. Mm. You know, he's been places I haven't, you know. A lot of America, apart from anything else. <laughs> Alaska. Yeah. We then cut from that to something I really did enjoy, well, which is Rusev. Alaska. I've been to Alaska. <laughs> Rusev and Lana doing a Snickers advert with a necklace box. Did you see this by Yes, I did, yeah. Blink yeah, yeah. and you'll miss so, it. But it's... But it, I don't know what the... was. He was... Suppose, he had... Who was he supposed to be? So, he is Rusev, and in real life, he is married to Lana. Right. And he is giving her a necklace. Yes. In that Richard Gere... Julia Roberts way right that would have been by the time this came out <laughs> 30, 29 years old yeah cracking on um, but it's just a thing with Snickers you're not smooth when you're hungry right. so they're doing that bit and she puts her hand in and he wants to clap the box shut yeah so she goes ah or however Julia Roberts did it right um, I don't remember that part of the film so it made no sense Pete, to me you're 40 imagine <laughs> yeah, imagine yes. the age of the people that they are aiming for with this gag that they go everyone remembers Pretty Woman um and they, the, 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 Richard Gere does it, and it, just before she gets there, and she goes, ha, ha, ha. Right. And in this, he just slams it on her fingers. And it's good, because he does it, and it goes clatter really fucking on her, hard. Yeah, on her hand, but yeah. she just goes mad. She just sort of goes, ah, you idiot. And I was like, I really like the two of them here. I, th- I could watch this. I could yeah. watch a sitcom of this. Yeah, yes. just, all it is is her getting her hand trapped in stuff. <laughs> and, really And funny. they gave it to Big Shaw, and nobody wanted to see that. <laughs> ah, and then, fucking hell, it's Elias. Uh, what? So, I like this, but I don't understand why, no. why it came, became part of a thing. Like, he was playing all the instruments. Yep, he's on the drums. He's on the drums, he's and he's doing like a, a digital kind of hologram kind of duet with, with, with one another, yep. with himself, effectively. I'm going to say, you've got the honky-tonk man in the building, and you don't <laughs> think that there would be an angle where he could come out with a guitar. Exactly. This is yeah. crazy. Yeah. But yeah, and then he's Wild. in the ring with his guitar, and he starts doing a, a full song with himself. <laughs> accompanying himself yeah sort of thing that if you'd have done in like 81 1981 people would have gone that is incredible what was the film on michael keaton where there's loads of them a multiplicity multiplicity <laughs> this is the multiplicity how, how do you know the film multiplicity <laughs> and not the film crazy. pretty woman <laughs> we had a weird video shop in hartleyfield <laughs> yeah pretty woman was popular it was always out Multiplicity, you can always get. <laughs> oh, man, but he does this thing where he plays to a backing track, and I was, I was just like, I have been watching this for so long. The idea of watching like a, a non-professional start accompanying himself on a song, I was just like heartbroken. Um, then he says, "Who wants to walk with Elias?" And I was like. Please let the honky tonk man play. <laughs> he comes out, he hits Elias with the guitar. Fantastic. Thank yeah. you very much. That's what you do with the legends. Yeah. Instead, there's a video plays about Babe Ruth. 
So the MetLife Arena was next to what had been Yankee Stadium. Nice. Some backstory I don't have, or yep. a lot of people don't have. So they play the thing about the murderer's row, the great um, you know, batters who worked in this particular season that Babe Ruth mm. won the World Series, yeah. I presume. I, mm. I, I mean, I don't know what what the baseball and what the, the prizes are. But I, I read it very, very briefly. And I think I've remembered enough. Um, they do that and out comes WWE's Babe Ruth. So this was a, a, de- a real attempt to kind of go, John Cena is the Babe Ruth of wrestling. Right, he wanted okay. to do that. He is WWE's Babe Ruth. I don't know what that... I mean, I yeah. WWE's Dr. Ruth. You know, he, he, he comes out and he's just like, you need to have your penis washed more frequently. Um, he comes out as uh, the doctor of thugonomics, yeah. John Cena. A bit of a throwback. Uh, and he brings back his 2002 No Holds Barred, cutting edge, slightly rude uh, rap, which yeah. is all about... He's continually saying to people, he, the punchline is always, you touch your own knob. Yeah. That okay. is yeah. very much it. He's, in this one, he says nuts. Yeah. He says bush. He says he shit too. He says uh, it is out of control. And people are like... <laughs> What the fuck is going? Wow! Is this for kids who are twenty-five, uh, is this like part of their? Because well, so Cena did rise to popularity with this, and he would right. be doing all of those sort of uh, very PG, mm. but PG twelve mm. uh, raps about the Big Show looking fat and not being able to go to the toilet properly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be it. And this is it. Very much, he comes back. But it is that thing when he says nuts. <laughs> They give him a pack of nuts to hold up. Yeah. Presumably, so if you're in a room with a child and they go, Daddy, what's nuts? You can go, they're comestible. You must, you must never eat too many walnuts. You may eat you know, hazelnuts. Yeah. Uh, you, but, uh, you know, they are, they are comestible. And then the, the, the mum will turn around and go, not your area of nuts. And then the dad goes, <laughs> go, Shush, keep Sharon. it on the download, Sharon, Tizzy. stop it. You're um, ruining our child's mind. I can't, my mum was right. <laughs> Cena then brings back the FU instead of the attitude adjustment, the AA. Mm. Um, so we are very much. Not, I mean, we are we back. Are not, we are young again. We are, <laughs> we are listening to some forty-one. <laughs> we are talking about nuts and bush. We're wearing uh, a nice suit jacket for the top, and yeah. then jorts. And then jorts. We are yeah. living large. Um, <laughs> this is Cena's most popular appearance in ten years of WrestleMania. <laughs> oh my People God. are just like, this is absolutely what we do want to see. <laughs> uh, very surprising, and yeah. it was becoming a strange sort of WrestleMania tradition. This, in the same way as we had those that that brief period in. I think f- <laughs> 15 and maybe 17, where Pete Rose kept attacking Kane. Oh, yes, I like that one. They'd done a similar thing here, yeah. where the, the year before, Elias had interrupted John Cena mm. when he was preparing for his match against The Undertaker. Mm. They then had this, where Elias's concert was interrupted by Cena. And they uh, were originally scheduled uh, for the next year, they were going to have Elias versus Cena. Mm. Uh, that didn't happen, so that was good. Pleased about that. <laughs> COVID versus Elias versus Cena. <laughs> and what we end up with, of course, is we end up with um, John Cena versus The Fiend in the Firehouse, uh, Firefly Funhouse match. Right, OK. Which, when we get to that WrestleMania, Pete, I can see that we will be talking about that for between four and five years. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is, there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> Uh, match number nine, Triple H versus Batista in a no-holds-barred match with Triple H's career on the line. Mm. Uh, Batista here, a huge movie star, Peter. Mm-hmm. He has obviously Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, he's done a James Bond. He's done Blade Runner. Mm. He's done Stuba, which <laughs> yes, we see yes. adverts for in here. Forgot in fact, about that, yes. His co-star, uh, what's his name, Numali... Uh, Numerly oh, chap. God. Oh yes. He uh, he turns up Is it in I the like audience. Was, uh, uh, let uh, me think. It begins with a K, doesn't it? Can't remember. Ah, oh, why can't Raja? Ah, I'm not even going to try because it just sounds as bad if I try. Kamali Kamal- Nanjiani. That's the one. There we are. He's holding Jesus. up a big. One he got of those. hench, didn't he? he yeah, uh, he hung out with Batista. Yeah, he just <laughs> hanging out with Batista did. for an hour. Hench. <laughs> he holds up one of those Batista uh, photo things, like the kids. Yeah. But he's doing it right, because it's a wrestler. Yeah. It relates to the wrestling. Thank you. Uh, I wouldn't say that the commentators immediately recognise who he is. They uh, <laughs> no. they basically sort of go fan there with her, and then there's a, there's a pause, which the pause is exactly the same length it would take it's, someone to go, Corey, that's his co-star in Stuba. His name is... 
Oh, Kumal God. Nanjiani. <laughs> it's oh, a Sri Lankan one, isn't it? Um, uh, Stuba co-host. <laughs> gold star. Um, they, um, this is, this is a, a good little angle, because Batista, we've talked about this before, but every time Batista comes back, it all goes wrong. And he says, I, I don't want to be a good guy. They say, be a good guy. Then Daniel Bryan rises, and he's like, this is fucking terrible. He gets booed. He has a bad time. And so when he comes back this time, he's like, I'm going to do it my way. Mm. I am now a big star. Uh, I'm not going to give in to what you want to do. Yeah. So he wants to come back as a heel mm. and he does this by dragging Ric Flair at 70 around um, the backstage. I mean, it's heel behaviour, you were saying, dragging an old man around. Yeah. <laughs> in any walk of life, that yeah, is heel. That is true, you do that it in true. Woolworths, heel. And, uh, Batista, you do that in the library, heel. Batista builds up a big thing where he goes, you held me down, Triple H, you held me down. <laughs> and Triple H is like, no, I clearly didn't. If you look at all of the like things you won, and it's nothing to do with me, um, which is slightly boring. The problem is with this, no one cares about Triple H being a good guy. You no. are never going to get behind Triple H no. because you know it's his company. You're yeah. not like a plucky underdog. Mm. Triple H, you know, it just he's got, a, he's got a bike car with a stupid looking skull on the front for fuck's sake. Uh, that they linger on for ages. Oh, don't it's they? got emeralds for eyes. It looks terrible. Uh, awful. And Absolute you go, joke. you are the movie star. You just come out in a car, right? You come out <laughs> yeah. in a car and you burst out of it just in your gear. Yeah. Like you're a rent boy that's escaping from <laughs> one of those cars, right? He just bursts out and runs. It's mad. And then Triple H is like, now I know I'm not a movie star, but we've commissioned basically a Mad Max Fury Road 2. Yes. And I'll come out in one of those cars on the back with all my gear on. And it's just like, you, you fucking selfish little brat. <laughs> that, worth saying, there is not one sign in the audience any time here. There is no one saying, thank you, Triple H, or saying, yeah. do not retire. There's yeah. no, like, come on, Triple H. Not one. Because they know what's going to happen. Yeah, but they also, I mean, do kids like Triple H? <laughs> If you if you were like a twelve year old, no. would you watch this and just go, oh, he's, he's the best? Yeah, you just go, oh, it's that guy again. Well, the kids do like dinosaurs. I don't know where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> that? It's one of the the, the semen from the terror. He's going to come <laughs> out and he's going to do it. Uh, there is the the underlying idea here that we will hate the fact that Batista left WWE and became huge yeah, and famous. Well, but we didn't. We liked only Batista. The, only the fans <laughs> Yeah, that. exactly. All, all of us go, that's brilliant. Oh, good, we get to see more of him. <laughs> They're like, you know, he's fucking turned his back on you. No, he isn't. We all go to the cinema as well. Yeah, we like Marvel. Yeah. That's important, because yeah. Rivers Studios seems to think it is. Well, uh, you know, well, we'll see what you think after Triple H is finished with him. <laughs> you know, are you sure? Um, poor Batista. So he's basically got to this point, and he's gone, yeah, I'm happy with the way this is going. Mm. And he gets into... He, he just falls over as he climbs into the ring. He yeah. catches his foot mm. and he scrabbles onto his hands on all fours <laughs> like a sort of big camel. <laughs> I can't walk. Um, oh, it's like a curse. He's the animal. He's an animal. <laughs> he, he did speak about it. He said, I tripped. He said, I think one of my boots got stuck on the rope. There are a lot of different factors, but at the end of the day, I just tripped. <laughs> so the whole thing. He did say uh. it put him at his ease, he said, because he said, I was in that car a lot longer than people think I was in that car. <laughs> just yeah, sitting there, days. getting cold. Also, I warmed up like three times before I actually went out. It was a long show. So I was cooped up in that car. I got out and I was terrified. I was nervous. I was cold again and I was worried about that. I was concerned about way too much other than the match. And then after I tripped... It all went away. He's like he 50. Give him a blanket. <laughs> he goes over to um, uh, taunt Triple H's dad as well. Um, Triple H's dad has never been referenced before. No. In, in WWE. Because I, suppose, because I guess Canon dad is McMahon, yeah. isn't it? So. You don't want a jealous Vinny daddy. <laughs> oh, the whole idea that Triple H has got another dad. That makes him so angry. Waiting in the dad wings. So angry. Waiting in the gorilla position. to like, hide his dad. Like, like, like an affair, in case his, his like, Vince dad comes by. It's literally the plot from My Two Dads. <laughs> got I was thinking Greg as well, that, that Triple H's dad, he must have sat through all of like, Triple H's like, school plays and stuff and yeah. just gone, this is so long and boring. And he thought, I'm going to be glad when he leaves school. And then you find yourself, he's still going at 50 and you're still like, what, this is so long and it's so boring. <laughs> Um, oh my god they quickly come out and they use a toolbox and things <laughs> which is sort of they, they very much saved the ringside tables for this match mm. so that they can go through them yes they get to do everything they want to do mm. stuff that no one else would be allowed to you'd never have anyone else with a toolbox mm. using a wrench on someone's hands yeah. and you know pulling out the nose ring with the pliers mm. all of that stuff would be stuff that you just went no you're not doing that it's wrestling mate Simon <laughs> Marquis is wrestling and, 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 and why does he have so many 
of like similar things that would do the same job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, every, everything is a gripper. Yeah, everything is everything a gripper. Is a gripper grip. They uh, uh, one of my favourite bits is um, uh, Corey Gray's single worst line in wrestling commentary history, <laughs> where he says he won't be in Guardians of the Galaxy after this. He won't be in Guardians of the House. <laughs> I did miss that one. Oh, it's oh, so good. He magic. goes, what's big, what's small? What's yeah. big, what's small? Guardians of the Galaxy. You won't be in Guardians of the... Small, small house. Oh, he, re- he must have got the end of that and went... And just went... He should. He, he should have ah. said, he won't be in Guardians of the... And just put the mic down. He should have stood up and walked out. <laughs> he should have just left. And he should never have come back. Um, they, they cannot get... Triple H to go through the Spanish announcement table. They they have about three attempts at it, and he just <laughs> bounces off it every single time. And I thought, good, that'll teach good. you. That'll teach to go. You. These are mine. Don't touch these. Yeah, I'm going through this. No, you're not. <laughs> no one's going through this. Um, this match is 24 minutes and 25 seconds. It is the longest match on the card. Yeah, I mean, bring Batista doesn't wrestle in ages to I, do a 25 no. minute match. Why does Triple H not see? Why can he not go? Do you know? People look would better. like you more if it was five minutes. It, it, you could take off ten. Yeah, ten. Yeah, fifteen minutes is a long. I couldn't go out and do fifteen minutes <laughs> with, with another person on anything. Right? <laughs> the last two WrestleMania live shows have proved that. <laughs> the idea that you go and I do need 25. I do need 25. You know, just crazy. Um, there are... Uh, the finish is, is Triple H jumps off some steel steps in the ring in a sort of Superman punch, mm. uh, hitting Batista in the head, and then he gives him a, a, a pedigree, uh, and it's over. Um, what's interesting about this match, it's remembered as, obviously, Batista's last wrestling match, mm. but the, the stipulation wasn't loser must retire. The stipulation was Triple H's career is on the line. So yeah. Triple H had rescued that, and so he can still wrestle, praise be. Um, but the day after, Batista just announced his retirement. Um, he said that was going to be his last match. He said, uh, thank you for letting me entertain you. I love this business. Whether you cheered me or jeered me, I'm grateful for being a small part of your life. I'm officially retired from sports entertainment. I'm grateful for every second of my amazing journey. Um, in a later interview, he did say, it's a real wrestling retirement. I'm done. My in-ring career is, uh, in-ring career is over. He said, I'd love to go back on the show. I love the company and I believe in the product. I would go back and go on the show. If they ask me to go in the Hall of Fame, I will. But I will not have another wrestling match. I will go broke before I have another wrestling match. I will not go and work for another promotion. So he said that he wanted to lose his final match to Triple H, basically to say thank you to Triple H for having made him a star in that company. Right. He said, I have an old school idea that you, know, you always go out on your back. So your last match, you, you, you put the next guy over. Mm. And he said, Triple H obviously was a star. I didn't need to put him over. He said, but that was literally the only way that I can thank him. So that's and also Triple H insisted. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't imagine when Triple H has his retirement match, he's going to go out like fucking Batista or Kurt Angle. I should imagine, I should imagine he will beat whoever is the biggest star and then he will set fire to the belt. And then he will simply close the business. Just close the company entirely. Um, Alexa Bliss then comes out. There's an advert for T-shirts that they were going to sell if Daniel Bryan had retained the belt. Mm. Nice adherence to kayfabe. <laughs> of going, we did print them up. I like the fact as well, it's also Daniel Bryan has that eco thing going on at the minute. And that is a waste. Yeah. And yeah. I like the mm. fact that they've done that almost as a sort of like, you know, fuck you liberals. Um, but it's being worn by Curtis Axel and uh, Bo Dallas and they're dancing around. And uh, then we get Ron Simmons just come out for a damn. Good damn. Good One of damn. His best. Very, very mm. good. Um, JBL comes out. He, is JBL going to look like that forever? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's he's sort of found his groove, hasn't he? Yeah. And he's looked exactly the same way for fifteen years now. Um, good on him. Yeah. He's made the clever thing which Jerry Lawler didn't do, which is he has gone. I used to have brown hair. I'm going to sand it. As I go grey, I go sandier. Mm. So you can sort of go. I'm a sandy boy now. Yeah. But what you never have to do is get that Mick McManus black boot polish yes yeah, yeah and yeah. go like all 72 year old men my <laughs> hair is black. just black <laughs> <laughs> amazing uh, match number 10 Kurt Angle's farewell match against Baron Corbin yes um, his first one-on-one match at Wrestlemania uh, Kurt Angle since uh, going against Shawn Michaels at Wrestlemania 21 uh. doesn't that make you want to watch that match just hearing about it it really does <laughs> oh yummy um <laughs> he becomes the second person to retire at this WrestleMania, mm. although the first um, anyone knows of. Uh, and he's the, I think, the second person to have their retirement at WrestleMania announced in advance. 
Right. Because obviously Ric Flair, even though it was part of a stipulation which he could have won, everybody knew it was going to be the mm. end. Um, quite a few people have re- had their final matches at WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, JBL and Batista. Right. Um, but then they weren't part of any stipulations. They basically afterwards said, oh, that was my last match. Right. Um, and nobody knew. This is an extremely underwhelming six minutes and five seconds. <laughs> it is. Uh, Baron Corbin is dressed like a maitre d'. Yep. And uh, Kurt Angle looks like a big boiled frog. So, <laughs> so it looks like a maitre d' serving a big frog. He does. I call this the, the sort of Kurt Angle prolapse year, where he does look like a a sort of cartoon prolapse. Well, he looks like he's like, vivid. He's sort of like he's all pink and mm. and and, and, tan and 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 you. I didn't think like he's in great. He has been in great nick, obviously all right throughout his career. Mm. But now you sort of go, oh, you look like one of those. Um, men you see in Torremolinos on the beach yeah and they just look all old and flab and just everything sort of hanging off or, or like fat men but it's solid fat but it's not muscle <laughs> it's just like like it's gone like fatbergs fatberg boy that's a just poor lad I, and, and I guess like he, his neck must be fused by now yeah like it's, it, it is it looks so immovable it looks like he looks it looks so painful to look he at. He had the, the the worst luck in in some ways, which mm. is that what most people didn't see was the years between him being absolutely phenomenal yeah. and now. And so he spent that in TNA, where mm. you know there there is a, a natural uh, degradation of the ability of someone like Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was so good in his prime mm. that when you get to this stage, it's really sort of painfully noticeable that he's not doing anything like he could mm. uh, with the undertakers yes there was a change but he could still do those big moves Kurt angle by being so physical and so brutal you see this and it's just a real sort of go oh he's at the really at the end of yeah. you know what he's able to do here um he had asked for a match with john cena as his final match he'd been john cena's first opponent in wwe right. in 2002 he'd been turned down vince mcmahon had turned it down um he said, I'd, I'd love to wrestle John because I started out his career and I wanted him to end mine. I was hoping he'd put me in that match. It didn't happen. But then on the night, he sees John Cena's at WrestleMania. So he said, that's what made me go crazy. He's now the thugonomic Cena and I'm the Olympic hero. Mm. This would have been perfect. I didn't think he was going to do a throwback. I, ironically, he did. I gave him a big hug and I told him I wanted to be his match. And he said, I know it just couldn't happen. He said, I didn't ask him why, but maybe Cena didn't want to wrestle me at WrestleMania. Maybe that's the reason it didn't occur. I don't know. (laughs) The reality is, by this time, for for John Cena, it would have been a bad match to take because Mm. Angle was struggling. It was not going to be a good match. Mm. John Cena has a certain amount of matches left in the tank. He doesn't need to be doing them, you know, willy-nilly. And so when they say to him, come to WrestleMania and do nothing, or go... Will you come to WrestleMania and have a disappointing match where you carry the once great Kurt Angle to something? Mm. You go, do you know what? I'm going to go and call Elias Nuts Ambush. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be. But, I mean, there's a bit where, you know, JBL on commentary says, you know, he, he, you just can't do it anymore and stuff. What is the point of people coming to WrestleMania to celebrate their wonderful 20-year careers that they gave to the fans and to the companies? Mm. What is the point of having their final match be one in which they are humbled? Mm. You know, let him just tap Baron fucking Corbin out. Mm. Just, you know, have Corbin treat him like shit, paintbrush him the whole time, and then Angle gets cross. He does three German suplexes on him. He screams, woo, it's true, it's true. Puts him in the ankle lock and Baron Corbin taps out. Yeah. No one is going to not go, well, Baron Corbin's rubbish. People are doing <laughs> that anyway. <laughs> Nobody cares. Like <laughs> let Kurt Angle, <laughs> after 20 years, go, do you know what? We're going to give you a good send-off. And you'll be able to look back on it and you'll go, that was wonderful. What a wonderful cap to a wonderful and at times very difficult career where I had a lot of DUIs at certain periods. Um, have him lose, if you want, to someone who is like Bobby Lashley, mm. where you go, I am the, the new version of you. I am the NCAA wrestler. I am the new generation. I am going to show that you do not belong here. Mm. I am the current, you are the past. And Mm. you go, do you know what? Let Angle push him to the limit. Let Angle go out on his shield. Mm. Wrestling is not hard to book. (laughs) Don't go. Here's Baron Corbin. No one cares about him. Have him defeat Angle really quickly. uh, And then, you know, have Angle go on the mic and sort of go, well, that's it. Thanks, everyone. Appreciate (laughs) it. If this is about moments, why not make this one a moment? Yeah. You know? Mm. Crazy. Angle misses the moonsault. Corbin does his his sort of move with thing called end of days and he he pins him. Uh, I mean... The audience, they show them, and they, they aren't going, oh, and they aren't going, yeah. Mm. They're just going, oh, they decided to do that. That was dumb. 
<laughs> just strange. Um, I mean, you know, uh, the only way I will look back on this and go, this was not the wrong decision, is if when Triple H retires, mm. it's against, let's say, Grand Metallic. <laughs> <laughs> and it's six minutes, and Grand Metallic pins him, and Triple H does a two-line retirement speech where he just goes i want you to chant the two words that you always chant about me through my career and everyone goes dx or too long yeah or <laughs> bit greedy don't, i don't like your motorbike <laughs> where's your daddy <laughs> brackets real hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Uh, everyone chants, you suck at, at Kurt Angle. And uh, there's a guy who runs down the front holding a big sign. And it just says, and it, you never sucked. Oh, just, good God. Oh, I mean, just loved it. Lordy. Oh, I loved That's it. kill me, that. You suck. You never sucked. Oh. Oh. Um, you know, with Angle coming out and his wife is crying and he hugs his kids <laughs> and the crowd are applauding. I mean, they fucked him over something <laughs> fucking chronic here. So easy to go the other way. Yeah. Oh, man, oh, man. Right, match number 11. Mm. Shorty this one, thank God. Um, Intercontinental <laughs> champion Bobby Lashley versus Finn Balor. Yeah. Um, Lashley, he looks like a million dollars. He does. He does absolutely he, incredible. I quite like the demon. I quite like his little... He does. He's done, done, has he, did he start his career doing that business? The demon? Yeah. Uh, it was oh, a was thing that... that came along in Japan for big matches. He was like, I've got to dig deeper. Right, and so he's got okay. an alter ego for oh, the very okay, big, right, tough okay. match. Yeah. Um, but annoyingly, Bobby Lashley has gone, I'm going to put in some yellow contacts. <laughs> and it's like, oh, sorry, is that a little bit of demon? And going, no, just I've just got yellow, yellow contacts now. <laughs> a bit strange. He's there with Leo Rush. Leo Rush is great with him here. I really like yeah. it. But um, the yellow contacts are a slight thing of Bobby Lashley yeah. going, everybody says I'm a bit bland, a bit boring, and I've got to stand out from the, the pack a bit. He said, so I've got these yellow contacts. It's a bit like, well, but why? And him going, because they're different. And going, oh, God, you're about to fight a guy dressed as a demon. And I think he's got similar eye things. Uh, and then he's also got paint and he yeah. has a, a sort of uh, like belts hanging off his head, like leather yeah, belts. Yeah, he's sort of like gone like, yeah. It's a bit, there was, there's a lad in, um, there's a lad in Hartlepool mm. who was on like this makeover show once. And he's like one of the few um, kind of like proper goths. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's also black as well. You don't, you don't see black goths very often. No. And, um, and you don't see, you see seeing black people in Hartlepool. But, um, <laughs> but he's on Instagram and he's, he's quite an interesting follower because he, he keeps talking about the time he went on some very unlovable forgotten Channel 4 TV show mm. about giving you a makeover. And his before look looked like the demon Finn Balor. Right. Because he had like... 
these kind of like cyber dog kind of fake tubes instead of dreadlocks. Got you. And it just reminded me of him. It's, I, I don't quite know what material they are. They just, it just looks like old videotapes. It does. Or, <laughs> or like, like mark, belts from the market. Yeah, But yeah. he's chopped off the, mm. the buckles because you don't want them banging around I, I, your face. I, admit, I, I, I really must uh, live at the point that I'm not comparing the demon having black face paint and a black man. I'm just saying that it was the hair was very similar... I mean, let me make it clear. If Papa Lazarou is a problematic thing, <laughs> you would look back on this and you would go, "Look, I know it's not. It's not blackface, but your face is black." Yes, he's gone up against Bobby Lashley here, and he's turned up with a face that is painted black. If you do half and half like Roddy Roddy Piper had the bravery to do so, yes. Well, Bob, I mean, only half as bad. Yeah, because Finn Balor's done the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, Roddy, Roddy Roddy Piper was fifty-fifty. Shocking. Shocking. Um, it is. I mean, there is. <laughs> no difference between Finn Balor and and the demon except Finn Balor sticks his tongue out when he's the demon oh yeah he goes ah uh, oddly, he's no Put longer black interested. in your in mouth. With better. Just be normal. Better. Finn Balor's got bad. Oh, he's, he's been eating on the inside. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, oddly, uh, I mean, last year, Finn Balor was very into LGBT representation. Yeah. Which I thought might have been, uh, you know, maybe he wasn't the person to, to choose that. Right, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I noticed the demon has no interest in LGBT <laughs> representation at all. No, it, just, it just sounds like very much the last, I mean, the last time I saw this, this wrestling character, mm. very into LGBTQ uh, rights plus rights. Yeah. And now he's uh, he's turned into a demon. Yeah. Now, yeah. for a lot of Barbara Bentham Belt America, that's exactly where you're going, isn't it? Maybe the demon is the one that made Finn Balor interested in LGBT <laughs> plus rights, you know? The, uh, he comes out... I mean, I mean, the demon is... When it first happened, it was really exciting. But now it's the thing of just going, is he the demon? And you go, no, he's not. And you go, oh. you go, he is the demon. And then you go, oh, but he'll just Yeah, you, ju- you just think about the logistics, about like he's just spent a lot of time painting himself back. He's got to get someone to paint his back. Right. You yes. ca- he can't do it, the bit on his back, and it's all over his back. And I was thinking, you must, that's annoying. That you've got to yeah, go the day before you. Have you seen? Have you seen uh, Judith? Have you seen Judith? Is she <laughs> Judith, around? I really need Judith. Judith, hi Judith. Judith. I could do the back. <laughs> yeah, is that okay? Okay, I'll see you in an hour. Okay, uh, I sort of want to get it done because then I can. But no, sure, I'm fine. I'm starving. I, I catering's all the way over there, and it's a different place than it usually yeah, is. Oh, okay. Judith, bad news. Yeah. I've, sat, I've sat down yeah. and <laughs> I, I can't see. Is it? Uh, touch it up. I mean, it is just a nightmare. Take has written a c- c- cock in the back of my back. Can you do it again, please. <laughs> uh, worth saying though. I mean, they are. This is such a short match. It's under ten minutes. I think it might be. It might be again another sort of six. It's four, four, four and is five it? seconds. Blimey! Mm. I mean, the entrances are as long as the match itself. True, but by the time it finishes, the face paint isn't even disturbed. It's not smeared. <laughs> no, it's just like you know. Oh, that's that's done. Well, we wa- you, you watched um, Sting uh, in the God. What we watched? Sting Great American in, Bash '92. Sting had an incredible, and I think I know why he went to full like Brandon, Brandon Lee, uh, the, the Crow kind of look mm. because. It's like his face paint when he was the American, whatever the fuck he was, um, uh, the stinger. Uh, he was in a situation where he just it would just disappear almost immediately. Yeah. but it wouldn't. It wouldn't dissolve. It would flake off. Oh, it did. Yeah, it was like a latex yeah, sort of thing. Technology kind of clearly moved on quite quickly. Very so much so. The demon just uh, yeah, he's fine. It's sort of impressive, but it, I don't know. It just. It's not enough. It's, no, it's not fine. enough. He needs to have... He needs to be able to do a gimmick where spiders just burst out of his chest or something. Ooh. Something fucking disgraceful. Eat worms like the boogeyman. Exactly. Eat worms. Eat worms. Eat worms, Eat worms, Eat worms, worms like the boogeyman. Eat um, He's on a virtual signing with Gangrel. So is he? Yes. Boogeyman. Yes. Very nice. nice. I've, already got the, I've already got the boogeyman signature. Oh, do not you? worry about that. Is that was the first soil. one I ordered. Dirty soil. <laughs> uh, out comes Alexa Bliss. Uh, she tells you the attendance and then it's time for for our truth to come out with Carmella. Right, like, now... <laughs> Do some audience participation. Uh, they, why, why is they dance, truth Carmella? They no dance, It's weird. Well, they're doing Fortnite dancing, aren't they? They're doing the floss and they're doing yes. the whatever the fuck it is. Yes. It's nearly midnight, guys. It <laughs> like, is. Like... What you can notice about the last three, so Kurt Angle's farewell match, six minutes, Bobby Lashley, Finn Balor, four minutes. Oh, you can clearly tell that Triple H is rather run. This and... bit here with, with R-Truth, and they are just like, we're doing a seven-second seven dance thing, which I think was something that R-Truth was sort of doing with Carmella. They do yeah, a little okay, dance thing. Right. Um, but they're like, we don't even show the audience doing that. We're out. Yeah. Um, we are running out of yes. time. And mm. the reason we're running out of time as well is because in this seven and a half hours, they have no concept of time. A storm's rolling in. Oh, no. And there is a storm coming in, and Vincent Mann does not want it to start raining during the main event because mm. he doesn't want 
the historic moment of the women headlining WrestleMania mm. to be in front of a half-empty stadium as people run towards the exits. Yes. So it's very important that we do this before the storm hits. Um, it's only going to put it off for a year. That storm <laughs> will be waiting. It's going to be doing an amazing run-in uh, sooner or later. But, yep, we have uh, a little advert for WrestleMania 36, the Pirate WrestleMania, on the yes. 5th of April 2020. Oh, arrogant men. Oh. Thinking ye can say to God, I shall put my event on when I please. <laughs> no, no, no. Biblical things coming, boys. T- teach you to have a demon on your show. <laughs> There's um, the main event, which is Ronda versus Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch for the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. Winner take all. Mm. Um, This suffers, this match, Pete, by not having been uh, privy to the rise of Becky Lynch to man. You're right, okay. They don't really put it in any context, do they? In no, this because, well, they go, tonight will be known as WrestleMania. Oh, that's <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's Corey, but it might be Corey. I think it's Michael Cole. Oh, right, okay. I think Michael Cole's been fed they're that They're all one. having absolute farts, oh, aren't they? Oh, they're terrible. <laughs> Appalling. Um, Becky Lynch uh, has been with the WWE <laughs> since 2012. Mm. She's popular, but so are a lot of people, Pete, aren't they? Yeah. You know? Grow up hair. Um, <laughs> Becky Lynch. Video games are popular. Yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn's popular. Yeah, Becky exactly. Becky Lynch adopted that for a bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> look, she was born Rebecca Quinn in Limerick in 1987. She grew up in the Dublin suburbs. She began training with Finn Balor when he was Fergal Devitt in right. 2002. She was a teenager. She debuted five months later as Rebecca Knox. Um, she then went to University College Dublin to study philosophy, history and politics. She said she really hated it and she dropped out. And then she wrestled across Britain and the US from 2005 to six. She got a head injury in 2006 uh, during a match in Germany and then she basically stepped out of wrestling for six years. Right. She became a flight attendant with Aer Lingus oh. um, for two and a half years. Can you return your seats to the <laughs> upright position, please? Uh, there, wow. There is something funny it's about... God speaking. If she said to me, if she said, uh, I was a Floyd attendant for two and a half years, I got Erlingus. Just, and it is that thing. <laughs> she, she got, yes. And you sort of go, mm, yeah, I thought so. Um, signed with WWE in 2013. And she'd been out of the business for a while, but I think there was right. a recommendation from, from uh, Finn Balor. And she became a very, very important part of the women's revolution mm. in NXT. Um she has gone through a lot of gimmicks that we have seen over the years, Pete. Mm. The um, the the strange cyberpunk bit of black swan makeup, yeah. wears goggles. She's a so yeah, she's in steampunk for quite a couple of years, and then yeah, yeah the Tim Horizon Smith. Zero. <laughs> she when she started, she was doing river dancing. Oh, uh, she was not. with all of the, the Celtic oh, sort of squirrels, no, 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 you know. No. I mean, you know, that is it. And basically, what happens here is she, like everybody else, begins following Conor McGregor. And she sees Conor McGregor and she goes, that is a good character. Right. I am Irish. Mm. I am a fighter. Mm. Uh, I am capable of bigging myself up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am going to refer to myself as the man. It is a great, great gimmick. When you look at great wrestling gimmicks, Pete, <laughs> you just have things like, yes, you know, what? Yeah. You know, she just went, I am the man. <laughs> now, Ric Flair, of course. I mean, part of this is SummerSlam 2018 is where it begins. She is mm. uh, having a match. She loses to Charlotte and she turns on Charlotte. She becomes a heel for the first time. Mm. Um, two days later on SmackDown, she goes uh, onto the mic and she has a thing where she says, um, I've been denied the opportunities that are handed. I'm not sure I should be doing the voice. <laughs> to Charlotte Flair. Um, That's like a man on the news in the 80s. Despite this... <laughs> audiences did sort of go we like this this Mm. is working really well Mm. and so wwe began tweaking the storyline instead of becky lynch going i've never been given the opportunities i deserve they've started saying both of us have valid points so they're beginning to make her a little bit more sympathetic Mm. they feud for a while they have a a load of matches and charlotte uh, because obviously she is the daughter of rick flair to be the man you've got to beat the man Mm. um, is appropriated by becky lynch the nerve of me to call that appropriation when I've just spent the, the last <laughs> five minutes that. doing the, the racist voice of a woman who's younger than me. Absolutely <laughs> disgraceful. Um, 
what happens is they're building, building, building to a match between Becky Lynch and uh, Ronda Rousey, who is the Raw Women's Champion uh, at Survivor Series. But something happens on the road there, which is there is a big bit where Becky, uh, who is a SmackDown competitor, she storms with a load of SmackDown women, the Raw women uh, at a taping of Raw. And they have a big fight in the ring. And a punch by Nia Jax goes errant and it smashes into Becky Lynch's face legitimately and it busts her nose and it covers her with blood and the last bit the camera has focus on her is Becky Lynch standing there covered in blood smiling going come on and from that moment she is the biggest star in wrestling (laughs) forget male or female she is the biggest star in wrestling and it's luck they got the they got the iconic moment just from luck from Mm. something going wrong Mm. they also get luck because with the broken nose she can't take part in the match with Ronda Rousey so the two of them never have a match and then that becomes something special so they don't give the match away that people want to see and it's just so much luck Mm. they then build her like Stone Cold Steve Austin so by the time we get to the Royal Rumble she loses a title match to Asuka but ends up being a surprise entrant in the Women's Royal Rumble which she eliminates Charlotte Flair to go to Wrestlemania to face Ronda Rousey But there's a little kink on the way. They do a a storyline where Vince McMahon goes, no, actually, you're going to go out. You've been suspended because you've been aggressive, so you aren't going to make it to WrestleMania. Charlotte Flair is going to the main event. And Becky has to get back into the the picture, by which Mm. time it's a a triple threat. Mm. Now, people didn't want Charlotte in the mix. They wanted to see Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. But it's the right decision because Charlotte Flair is very good in the ring. She's very good at putting things together she's a good bit of glue you can relax she's also phenomenally good at entrances it makes everything seem grand mm. if you had ronda rousey stomping out then you have becky lynch stomping Quite similar out car- yeah it's not right. as good as when you have charlotte flair turning up in a peacock outfit <laughs> and just you know being slow and amazing um but i think the other thing was wwe were very aware that ronda rousey was not going to be in wwe for a long time mm. there was a possibility this would be her last match in fact right. this is her last wrestling match she's never had another one since okay but she's still signed with wwe and i think they were aware that if she walked away after her contract what they wanted was the ability to say here are the two women who headlined wrestlemania and by putting charlotte flair they can say that legitimately they don't have to say two of the three mm. but if you only had one you could never say here are the women who headlined yeah. wrestlemania so just a, a little bit of a corporate thing they're tweaking away in there <laughs> very much at odds with the whole becky lynch thing of you know i am i am just a, an ass kicker this is very much again like the daniel bryan storyline from wrestlemania 30 mm. that worked so well they've done it again they've almost done it as well twice on the same wrestlemania with the kofi yeah. storyline as well but it works <laughs> it really really works um one of the things as i was going through this that people forget as well is this got whipped up to fever pitch not necessarily just through wwe tv but through twitter mm. Becky Lynch is spectacularly good at Twitter. She's got a really strong Twitter game. Mm. Um, and Ronda Rousey very quickly lost her temper and didn't keep it PG. So those, <laughs> those things made it interesting. So <laughs> Becky Lynch was talking about Twitter when people at the time said, do you do it all yourself? Is it WWE? He said, I obsess about it, she said. Uh, we have maybe five or ten minutes if we're lucky when we're on TV every week. But when we have social media, we have a live microphone 24-7. It's a chance to get my message across unfiltered, uncensored, and get people to really care and to entertain. It's just a matter of obsessing about that and making sure people care more about this than they do about anything else. And she did it really well so it started off with a picture of her um, which she had done in an angle where they, the police had taken her away mm. and she had three mug shots and they were clearly taken in the uh, <laughs> sort of rather than a processing thing in the backstage area of yeah. the, the venue and she wrote Rhonda you go back and get that belt because I didn't come this far to collect it from Stephanie I came all this way to take it from you and Rhonda Rousey she responded, that's what I'm trying to do, dumbass. You, <laughs> you hobbling around trying to be a ginger crotch ninja and taking fake prison photos in the hallway isn't helping. <laughs> no gloves. Unhelpful. No gloves. Unhelpful. So Becky Lynch responded, keep that F word out of your mouth and concentrate on getting better at this business instead of trying to remain above it. Looking forward to seeing you real soon. Ronda Rousey wrote, F word? You mean fake? Fake like your nonsensical bullshit armbar that doesn't even work and just looks like you're holding the dick you wish you had. Becky Lynch would pull the arm of her opponent back between yeah. her legs. Um, she then put a photo of it. Uh, Becky Lynch responded, uh, it does look exactly like one now you mention it, where she put the same photo up, but she doctored a picture of Ronda Rousey's husband, <laughs> Travis Brown, onto the end of it. <laughs> and then Ronda Rousey wrote, Rebecca Quinn, I don't care what the script says, I'm beating the living shit, shit out of you the next time I see you. 
<laughs> so what you had here was two things running parallel. And the Twitter thing was really exciting. Yeah. And that seemed to make it real and it was good hype. <laughs> and people were really into it. So out they come and they have the first ever uh, women's uh, main event at, at WrestleMania. Mm. Um, until this year, we would have said, oh, and the last. Mm. Oh, but uh, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair headlined the first night of the most recent WrestleMania, and they were spectacularly good. Um, this is a really important moment, but it's also important not because the women are headlining, but because the two biggest draws in the industry of this time are Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. Mm. And they have transcended. This is not tokenism or, or a, a, a a thing the WWE are doing to try and get this realised. They have found themselves with the two biggest headliners in wrestling are two women. Mm. Um, WWE lucked into that, of course, but they do tend to luck into everything. <laughs> they, the things they do by design don't really work. Um, they, they just have to do it. And, you know, one of the things that's lost in this, I think, a lot of the time is that Rousey is... You cannot have a Stone Cold Steve Austin without having someone equally big for him to go against. Mm. So Stone Cold Steve Austin is the hugest star in the world because he had The Rock. Uh, what you have here is Becky Lynch becomes the biggest star in the world because she has Ronda Rousey. Mm. Because Ronda Rousey is the shit. She's been doing this a year. Last time at WrestleMania, we saw her debut. Mm. She's now done it a year. She's the champion. She's furious. She's unstoppable. She's brought a lot of attention to the division, to wrestling. She's legitimate. She's at the apex of the wrestling industry. And she is always great. Um, people did want to see Rousey versus Lynch. Mm. You needed Flair there. It wouldn't be as good. This is a good match. Mm. Everything that Rousey is in for this year. She does 70 matches in total. Oh, wow. Everything is great. I love the way she wrestles. She, yeah. She's like Lesnar in that she wrestles unlike anybody else. Um, <laughs> she's also gone from being the smiley girl that Vince McMahon made her be last year and now she's just no shit ass kicking mean it was like the, Ronda the Rousey was pit moves and stuff it's just oh, like wow those judo throws <laughs> that she just incredible. chucks people over what's funny is Joe Jett does the, the entrance when oh, she comes in and what Bad a reputation. voice how has she got like a, how has she got how she sound exactly like she did back in the day just amazing, amazing. but what obviously Joan Jett doesn't realise is they go the crowd will boo because it's Ronda Rousey. Right. And they hate Ronda so much that they'll boo. And no one's told Joan Jett this. And so when it stops, the crowd go, doo. And Joan Jett, you see her looking around going, what? What? I thought you'd enjoy my song. Really heartbreaking. Um, <laughs> Becky Lynch, uh, obviously, is the, the focus in this match. Hmm. <coughs> Becky Lynch, with all of her different things where she dresses differently and has a different gimmick and isn't quite sure what she is, she chose this night to change her hair. Mm. And... I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's the oncoming storm or the sort of like, you know, the, the, the night. But her hair in this match doubles in size every six minutes. Voluminous. Yeah. Huge. Irish mm. Aslan. Um, she looks like... there's Singapore have a lion symbol that's on everything. And it is the dead spit of how she looks with her hair. Uh, my wife came in to watch this one and she said, do you know what she looks like? She said, she looks like the 1980s UK pop reggae act Amazulu. She said, but it looks like one of the three women in Amazulu but with all of their hair on. <laughs> it, it is very, very big. Um, Charlotte Flair comes in in a helicopter as mm. well. Um, they don't really mention it, but it is a throwback to her father, Ric Flair, coming in in a helicopter at the 1985 Great American Bash. Right, An okay. iconic wrestling entrance. I would like uh, them to acknowledge that, please. It would be nice, because yeah. it would make sense of what they were doing. Yes. <laughs> it's joined up. Yes. Um, they all face off, the three of them, as they get to the ring. And it's to silence. It, it, it's one of the strangest things watching this back that you would have imagined when they had this, the three of them would face off and the crowd would go, history! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, history! Mm. Like they did at the last WrestleMania, mm. where it was Banks and Belair. They go, yeah! Mm. we are." Si and here, they're just like, allow the match to stop. <laughs> no, no one's but like, this is special. It's, 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 it's midnight, though, isn't it? That can't help. It can't help. It's been seven hours it or something. It can't help. Um, <laughs> the match itself is good. I mean, mm. it is good. I, I, I've always, I wish I enjoyed Becky Lynch's work in ring mm. a little bit more. Was it? Was was she the one who was herky jerky? She did a judders. Yep, she did a judders. She 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 staggers about when she sells. So when mm. when they hit her, she doesn't go. I'm down. Mm. She goes three steps and I'm down. Mm. And then she lies on the floor and goes tap tap tap. Um, she's there's too much movement. Yeah. Oh, look, she's the biggest star in the world. <laughs> Who am I to criticise? Yeah, but, but, but it's like one of those wrestlers that you talk about in the past. Yeah. Where when you used Booker to watch T. them, yeah, you didn't like them, nope. but then but then you, you kind of I, after a while you I kind of get used Booker to T, them. But I just find there's a herky jerky thing which I sort of go she's she's almost like quite flat footed and mm. she bangs about the ring and I just go 
this is I watch Ronda Rousey and I go what a graceful graceful performance she's putting on <laughs> I watch Charlotte Flair and I go graceful and then Becky Lynch I sort of go bit like a cavewoman <laughs> um, <laughs> bit stimpy stompy um, she is she is uh, she, she is fine in this there is a uh, what looks like a botched ending so it comes mm. out of nowhere and the end of Wrestlemania should not rely on someone being surprise pinned mm. it's the end of Wrestlemania it needs to be a big moment yeah. they always go on about these moments yeah you know give us and, on the end and is a Ronda Rousey trying to do a Samoan drop going into a uh, crucifix pin mm. it just go boom and the audience go whoa that's fucking it mm. even worse than that Ronda Rousey gets her shoulder up on one mm. uh, and so when they count she hasn't actually been down so it's a sort of disputed pin there's always been talk about whether or not that was intended that it would give Ronda Rousey when she returned to things go you you I was I did not lose you know I was cheated but because Ronda Rousey never really appeared again they've never addressed it in any way Um, (laughs) it it certainly looks like the pin was supposed to happen there Mm. I think when they'd worked out the match there was a different end but Vince McMahon had brought it forward saying the weather is about to change we need to sure, get a move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, the problem is that the, the 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 surprise ending that they did is messy enough that mm. it really looked like it was a botch. Right. And it made it look like we've gone all this way, seven and a half hours, and we end with a mistake. Mm. Um, it shouldn't have been the end under any circumstances. It just, it just lacked all the drama. Um, a real shame. Michael Cole then says, tonight it will be known as Russell... Mania, and I, I was just like, fucking botch, and then that, you know, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, and awful. Becky Lynch is there, and it looks like she's been dragged through a hedge backwards with this <laughs> big fucking messy mane of hair. Um, just, I mean, I liked it as a match, mm. and you cannot, you cannot. It just reminded me how big the man was, how mm. over that was. It was so thrilling. Um, it made Becky Lynch the first European to main event WrestleMania. Uh, as oh, well um, Drew McIntyre would do it the following year um, and Wrestlemania 35 was the first time in Wrestlemania history that the two top matches if you like our night one and night two main events uh, were won by people from outside North America oh, because Kofi Kingston was born in Ghana mm. so we are beginning to become the World Wrestling Federation um, Rousey's last match as I say she and uh, Becky Lynch both had babies last year so they are out for the foreseeable future um becky lynch did tease coming back on night one of wrestlemania 37 right she did a tweet where the first letter of each word spelt out night one uh, but it was just bullshit <laughs> 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 don't know why she did it <laughs> um, very strange uh, but yeah so that is this is the first time for a long time that you can listen to wrestle me and it's shorter than watching WrestleMania. Yes, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'll take that. It's such a long show, Pete. <laughs> it it's so such cool. a long show. Um, uh, from next next <clears throat> WrestleMania, they will go back to now doing uh, night one. They will we'll change the format to, yeah, to, to night, night one. one and night two. Yeah. So, in fact, we've actually got like four WrestleManias to go <laughs> rather than just two. Uh, but I think the next thing we're going to be doing is we, we're going to take a little trip back to Saudi Arabia. All right, we're going to sneak in one of the single worst shows of all time. Uh, we're going to get to see the debuts of Cain Velasquez, uh, who will be right done over like a kipper, and also Tyson Fury, who will not and will be paid a lot of money. Um, so until next time, I've got such a headache from talking for so long. Let's get out of here. I'm so tired. <laughs> we'll be back soon. Go and check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash WrestleMe. There's loads of Starcade, WCW, Great American Pastor up there. You get a newsletter and you can listen to the entirety of these shows as they drop. You know you want to do it. I'm what Becky Lynch. Listen to WrestleMe. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.